Hello, everybody. This is another episode of Zeno Chat, a Zeno themed podcast that focuses on Zeno Gears, Zeno Saga, and Xenoblade and beyond. I am one of the hosts, Tyler, along here with my co host, Justin. Hey, everybody. Okay, and we got two guests today. Um, our first guest is uh, back from our Xenogears and uh, Melia episode, and that is Kat. Hello. All right, and returning from our uh, one of our episodes we did a long time ago is Pure. Hello there. Thanks for having me back. Sweet, yep. Back by popular demand. <laughs> yes, thank you for coming back. Um, so yeah, so today we don't have any new guests, so we'll probably just go into our uh, news first, and then go into our topic today, which is myths and misconceptions about the Zeno series. But first, news. Um, I was really fearing about like there not being any news, but then yesterday they uh, showed off the Cosmos RE figure, and I am so excited about that. Hey, I'm happy for y'all. <laughs> I'm happy, but my wallet's not happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of scared about what the price will be. Yeah, if the Mithra and the Pyra are anything to go by, it won't be pretty. <laughs> How tall is that figure? You're not going to look at that again. I think it had a pretty decent size. I yeah, think... Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, in uh, Lugal Banda's chat, uh, somebody linked mm. an official uh, store... Uh, uh, Square Enix store uh, link. Uh, somebody put uh, they are putting a portrait of Sophia on, on the official um, uh, Square Enix store uh, for mm-hmm. about something like four hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> for the twenty first anniversary. Oh yeah, that which that was not planned that uh, we were recording on the twenty first anniversary of Zeno Gears, but hey, here we are. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Yes, happy birthday. <laughs> we can finally buy it a drink. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's really weird, but $400. Uh, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, so two really expensive Zeno things is what uh, I can, the only news I can really think of. Any, like, besides, because I haven't really heard any news from all of the soft themselves about anything new in the works or anything like that. No. Um, there is a Nintendo Direct coming out in a couple days, I think. But who knows if there's going to be anything announced there. Now, is that official, or is that still just a rumor? I thought someone confirmed it, but I could uh-huh. be wrong. My uncle, who works at Nintendo, confirmed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> well, there's the... I just saw something on Twitter, so I didn't bother to check if it was there true is or the, not. Uh, the art book comes out in like a day <gasps> and a half. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Could... Is that with the delay? Or that's without the it. Oh, that's with the delay. Okay. Okay, sweet. I oh, wait, honestly yeah. forgot. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what? I honestly forgot that it was still coming my way, because like, when that link went up the first time, I slammed the button, so my, my pre-order is gotten, uh, and hopefully it'll, it will get to me before my birthday, uh, and that'll be nice. Uh, but like the, the way I process pain is I order something and forget about it until I get it. <laughs> well, nice. I yeah. Congrats. I I look forward to seeing you. Uh, hopefully, when you get, hopefully you'll be getting that soon. Yeah. Um. I think it's still the twelfth, unless they move it back. <laughs> um. But yeah. <laughs> okay. I did 
Uh-huh. But I did order it direct off of Amazon KP, so it is coming from Japan, so I do have Japan shipping time or, or whatever. <laughs> okay. Alright, does anybody else have any other Moloth or Zeno related news? Nothing, Nothing I'm allowed to say. So I guess. Okay. Huh. Look at you. <laughs> With that no. secret info. Why do you know what you know, Pure? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure you can't answer that, but. I. I I mean, I, I kind of said on the other episode, but it, it's nothing interesting. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll have to go back through that audio. I think uh, I, I fell behind uh, listening to things because work picked up for me. Uh, so I still have to go back through your second episode to find that. Oh, well. What second, second episode? episode? <laughs> oh, well. The mi- <laughs> well, actually, we can probably say this now, but hopefully, hopefully by the time that this episode up is up, the second part of Pierre's episode will be out. Uh, see, I should have made a list of that. But then, when is the? But then, when is the Melia episode coming out? See how weird our timeline yeah, is. I, <laughs> at first, I was like numbering episodes before they came out, but now I, I just I, I just call folders just like the Melia episode, or because otherwise I'm, I, I've got the numbers all mixed up. Well, think of it this way: now, like when we do this, our five fans. <laughs> Will not know when we record. Oh, see, what if what if this goes up before those, and you just spoil that there's a Melee episode? Because I I I totally forgot like what you were doing because I've been I have been so busy since we recorded the last one, which is why partly why the second part took so long to get out that I just haven't had the chance to even like listen to any of them. Like I, it's that's how busy I've been. It's been terrible. Uh, yeah, well, Oct- October is always busy, and then November hit, and like you know, I don't talk about my personal life too much, but it's just. It's been hell. Like, it's just been... It's getting a little better, but it's just mm. been... It has been so busy, constantly. Just constant, constant. Well, hopefully you'll get a reprieve soon. I know... I totally know what it's like to be stupid busy. Uh, we have overtime kicking up for my job, and I'm just going to be completely offline for all of March, probably. <laughs> so, that that won't be fun. Uh, all of March is when... Because uh, I put... Uh, basically all of my Xeno projects on hold and I'm working on something more specific. I'm working on one Xeno thing right now and I put everything else on hold. So March will probably be the month where I'm really working on that. And I'm, it's weird. I'm actually excited to work on it. Unlike everything else. It's, it's very <laughs> strange to be excited to work on something Xeno related, but it's definitely, uh, <laughs> it's actually quite different from everything else I've been working on. It's a lot more, uh, it's a lot more creative, I guess. I think, uh, cool. I think uh, a lot of people, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people like it. So I'm, I don't want to say too much, though. Okay. Okay. I, I totally understand. All right. Okay. Well, then, let's not speak of uh, old episodes. Let's speak about today's episode, which um, is today we're focusing on myths and misconceptions about the Zeno series. Um. So. Maybe, so. <laughs> oh, go so, on. Known as rumors and lies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I think this is, you know, that talking about production was one thing. This is like, you ever have that moment? You're just outside and you're, I don't know, maybe you're buying some groceries or something. And you just think of something that makes you genuinely upset. Oh, yeah, all the time. Well, and, and, and your day is just ruined. You're just walking through those odds. You're buying those oranges and you're just... You're just in a bad mood for some reason. You have no idea why. Son of a bitch! Yeah, that, yes. that's me with these weird misconceptions. Uh, these things are 
I, I, there's a reason why I don't join any Xeno communities because I just, something's going to pop up and it's going to be completely innocent and I'm still going to somehow just be put in a bad mood. So it's just, oof. Totally understand. Totally understand. Totally right with you for most of these. Yeah. I mean, the, the main reason why I wanted to do this episode, because I was listening to a podcast. I, I don't know if I should mention the name of the podcast, but it was just like, it was about Evangelion. And it was like, I, I mean, I like Evangelion. So, I mean, it's like, one of my favorite animes so i was like oh this is an interesting podcast discussing evangelion and then all they all of a sudden at the end they just like said so gears is a, a ripoff of evangelion and wouldn't exist without evangelion and i was like what 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 it's just like no. i was just going along and this is like this is a pretty good episode and then you just you just fart at the end like that it just just <laughs> let out that fart and i'm just like what ah uh. yeah What's the logic behind that? Like, just well, Scott, Scott, you know, religious symbolism and robots. <laughs> it's, they've got to be the same. Total ripper. I mean, if if your thing, uh, you know what? I guess I guess G Gundam's a ripoff of Evangelion because it's got God Gundam, it's got Devil Gundam, and giant robots and little religion. I get. Ah. Oh wait, no. Total ripper. Which one came out first? I'm trying now. I have to remember which one came out first. I think G Gundam came out first. I, I know you've got some explaining to do because apparently it's a ripoff because yeah. it's got religion and robots. Wow. Uh, well, I do have. Uh, I guess I should clarify with the audience. I uh, so I guess we could play a little game here for this. Uh, Ooh, yes. For this episode, uh, so I have a big list. Well, it's not as big as I was planning on it being, but I'll probably think remember more things as I go along. But. Yeah, I have a I have a big list of misconceptions and just things that were painful to actually type out on my computer. <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna, you know, uh, I'll I'll ask, you know, uh, you know, what what you, if you guys think it's you know true or false? Because some of these aren't necessarily false. I think that's what the interesting part of this. So okay. The first one is basically uh, I actually wrote this down first. Knowing that this was essentially the reason, because I saw you tweet, Tyler, about the Evangelion <laughs> thing. So I put this one first. Uh, just this is Xena Gears Evangelion supposed connection or whatever is. Uh, you, you know, I I know uh, I don't know when the last time you watched Evangelion was. I haven't watched it in over a decade, so it's you know. Same. It's been a while. I think it's been a, a year or two because I, of course, I love it when I force it onto other people and have to watch it with them. So it's been like a year or two. Well, I, 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 that's I. I guess we could start with with your take on it, because I mean, I know you you're a big fan and you've seen it more recently, and I, I know you've seen the rebuilds. I've never seen the rebuilds, so that's even more things I'm out of the loop on. So Ooh, I won't I'll, get into uh, that subject. <sighs> so it's it's good that you, we have an a fan here because. Because it doesn't make us just a group of Xeno people griping about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do need to get around to rewatching. It's one of those. It's just been so long, and uh, I, there's a lot of. Uh, I guess there's a lot of staff on it that I'm really familiar with. It's shocker that I would mm -hmm. like to see you know more of their stuff and be able to recognize it more. I've always had mm -hmm. have a lot of fun with that. So, mm -hmm. but. Uh yeah yeah so so what's your take on this Xenogears even yelling thing why is it so such a why is it such a bad take we all know it's a bad take but why why is it so 
woefully inaccurate. Well, because... Because, well, ugh, I'm going to get all tongue-tied. Because besides <laughs> the... Because the way I see it, Evangelion has religious themes in it, but they're kind of... I don't want to say superficial, but they don't really serve too much of a purpose. Uh, whereas with Xenogears, um, a lot of the like the religious symbolism and um, kind of like questioning religion and or well structured religion kind of has more impact to the story. No, I mean no pun intended. Um, but it. Oh, I get it. I got it. <laughs> Uh, second impact, well, um, <laughs> but um, but also um, like with Xenogears, uh, it kind of has more of a. Well, I'm not gonna say Evangelion doesn't have like a uh, deep lore or anything, but uh, Evangelion's kind of more of a personal story. Um, though Faith Hong Wong's story is pretty personal but i don't know it kind of goes more into the psychological aspects of it but otherwise i just a lot of it just basically yeah religion and giant robots that's the only reason people kind of tie them together and it's ridiculous yeah um uh, i'm not sure if it's uh my turn to speak but um uh uh, the difference between the shape of the stories is huge. Um, mm-hmm. For for Ava, it's all about Shinji's experience as as a person mm-hmm. and how he changes or doesn't change depending on the pain he's been under. Xenogears is a story about several different epics, about several different uh, cultures, about several different mm-hmm. types of people, and many, 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 many characters. Uh, mm-hmm. So if the... Um, I know a lot of people who have only seen Ava. I, ha- I know a lot of people who have only uh, played Xenogears, and usually people's opinions coming from what they like is, oh, I heard this rumor that Xenogears is just a ripoff of Ava, and I love Ava, so I won't play Xenogears because I'm so loyal to Ava. Uh, and the reverse is true with a lot of Xeno fans. It's like, uh, actually, I used to be one of those Xeno fans. It's like, oh, I won't watch Ava. I hear that it's just sort of the same thing as Xenogears, and I've already played Xenogears, and I've... Uh, Etc. Etc. But uh, I somebody talked me into watching Ava, and I did enjoy it. Um, but it is very different. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you know what? This whole thing about Evangelion is part of a much bigger issue with the anime community, in my opinion. Everything gets compared to Evangelion, and I'm like so sick of people going, "Oh, it's like Evangelion." Oh my goodness, Darling of the Franks, it's like Evangelion. Oh man, Gurren Lagan, it's kind of like Evangelion. Oh, did you watch Psycho Pass? That's like Evangelion. It's like, I don't, I really hate that anytime something just happens to have any kind of psychological aspect to it, it has to be, it's like Evangelion. And I think that's exactly what's going on with Gears. They see the robots, they see the religious symbolism, they see the psychological stuff. They see the story that's, you know, deep, and they think, oh man, this must be like Evangelion. It has to be inspired by it. It's like, why? Why does it have to be inspired by Evangelion? 
Like, I'm not going to say that the developers didn't watch it. It's possible that they might have seen it. It was like, oh, that's kind of, that's kind of a neat idea. Maybe we'll do a take on it. But I just hate that every single time we see any kind of story that's just even barely resembling to Evangelion, it's just written off as a, like a copy of it. And I think that's just so stupid. And I see that all the time with anime and it, with the anime community. And I just hate that people constantly make that reference to Evangelion. And it just, it's so disappointing to me. And I, and I feel like we could have a much more productive conversation about an anime or a game that's using those themes than just saying it's like Evangelion. Yeah. I also see a lot of people saying, Oh, if you've watched this, you don't need to watch that. That's even like, worse. No, there's like no stupid. reason to. Yeah, there's no reason to watch less anime right. to have like less things under your belt. And I, I, I don't like critics because uh, a lot of people just mm. brush off certain properties and IPs because oh, here's the cliff notes, this and this and this. Now you don't have to have right. this experience. And, and and to kind of add on to that, like you know, despite my rant just now, um, it's possible that Gears is inspired by a lot of anime of its time and of its era. 100%. I mentioned before that there's a scene in Gears, um, the G-Element transformation scene that is very reminiscent of Galgagar, which was an anime that came out around that time too. I've, I've made that connection before, but... I don't sit. I don't sit here and go, "That's a Galgagar ripoff," because one scene just happens to be similar to it. You know, like I think that's just such a yeah. that's such a counterproductive thing. That's not a good way to analyze our work to just like see one little connection and then suddenly just be like, "Oh, it's a ripoff." That's just so dumb. Yeah. See. Oh, I I guess it's my turn to say <laughs> something. Uh, you know, I, I it's it's hard to find. It's hard to articulate what I would want to say. If there's anything I learned about editing those podcast episodes is that I'm not the best at ad-libbing compared to how I actually would like to... I, and maybe I'm just saying that because I'm, cause I'm, I don't know, paranoid that someone will uh, you know, take what I'm saying and not quite get it because I've seen that happen so much in this fandom. It's unbelievable. But with the even Galleon thing, it's uh, I think a big reason why even now sometimes you'll see people throw the two together is because they both have this sense of uh, they call it the mystery box. You don't know what's inside. You never know what's inside. And they both have that aspect of them to a certain degree. And it kind of gives them, some people might feel like it gives it, it, gives it like a similar aura. Uh, that's probably a big part of why. It's a, it's a pretty superficial right, reason. You know what? Like, There's so many other works that do like the exact same thing, which is kind of what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't particularly think that it's really a good way to analyze works by just taking something that's so superficial, something that's even inconsequential, and then just immediately using that as your reason to say it's a ripoff. Yeah. Um, there's one more thing I want to say about it, but before that, uh, I also want to point out that I'm not going to say that they're completely different. I, I do. They do both have, you know, a, a cast that deals with depression and is very focused on showing parts of that. And it, it does have characters making ugly decisions or saying things that they regret. That is something that both of those things do. So I could see why somebody might immediately latch onto that and say, well, they're, you know, they have stuff like that. And that's a big part of those two stories or whatever. But 
and and that's true, but it's it's definitely still. I, I, for me, when I think about it, shocker. I'm gonna boil it. I'm gonna boil it down to staff to to essentially the closest to numbers and facts that you possibly can. Because <laughs> apparently, I'm a sociopath that can only break things down like this. But uh, and it, it, you boil it down to the two directors and conceptualizers, Takashi and Ano. There's so many things about them that are so different as directors. It's like unbelievable. There are so many things in Xenogears that I could tell you for a fact that Anna would absolutely hate. Because it's just not, it's not the way he would do things. And you, you hear about how Anno, he, he has some, sometimes he has disparaging things to say about like, sort of the anime industry mm-hmm. and whatnot. It, it lies a lot in that. It's not to say that, you know, that they don't have certain things in common. But there, trust me, when they the way they approach things is incredibly different. Like I could, you know, if this I could literally do a whole episode just breaking that down. But I'm, you know, we'll be. I don't want to turn this into another, you know, fifty hour episode and just go on forever and and then say how I was only scratching the surface, like because I I because I, I need to go see a therapist apparently to go talk about Zeno. That's what I need. I just need no. I, I I need like five, ten years worth to just hear my. My nonsense. Either that or plug my brain into a computer and just <laughs> download everything. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm starting to talk about, you know, with my new therapist and I have to go very slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very fast and instant in my brain. Well, just to clarify, I'm not actually going to go see a therapist, but if I did, okay. I'd probably, you know, start screaming, Takahashi, you ruined my life or something. I don't know. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but uh, that other thing I wanted to say um, was that uh, supposedly this is a rumor that has has been around. This is still part of the Evening Alien thing mm-hmm. that a staff member. I'm not going to say who because that's another can of worms. I'm not even going to touch right now. Uh, that, okay. that said that that supposedly a, a staff member said that they did not use Evening Alien as an influence for Xenogears. Apparently, apparently, someone straight up said that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I do also need to clarify: there is zero evidence that this ever happened. Like that—that yeah. that is just a thing that was said, and that's all I'm going to say about it. There's no evidence. I kind of, you know, I don't know what to think of that. It wouldn't shock me, you know, if you were to ask, you know, any of these people about it, they'd probably be like, "No, no, no, we're not really like not what wasn't really an influence." They, I know they would certainly say, certainly say that. And that's all I'm going to say about it. You're going to hear me say that a lot. Like either because it's another can of worms, or two, there's going to be a couple where I'm not even. There's stuff that I'm just not allowed to talk about, and that's mm-hmm. going to be another thing. So uh, I, I take it you guys are okay with moving on to the next Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. I think we're good. All right. This next one, uh, I'm, I really am not even going to bother asking whether you believe this or not because it's such a one of them is a very common rumor. Not even rumor. It's really, it's matter of fact. It's true. Mm-hmm. And the other one w- was lesser known. It's becoming more known as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that Xenogears was originally pitched as a Final Fantasy game. Oh, yeah. Which, every everybody yeah, knows yeah. that. It, and, it, yep. and, and I do need to say, actually, before... Because there is something that's never actually been outright said about it. It's just like an internal thing. Uh, when it was originally, originally pitched, there's a lot of things about Final Fantasy VII that wasn't really entirely thought out yet in terms of direction and whatnot mm-hmm. and uh you hear the reason that it was quote too dark and complicated and this was also before final fantasy 7 was as dark as it was 
So I have always found that response to be kind of ironic now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other the other part of this was that it was also originally uh, going to be Chrono Trigger Two. Yeah, I've heard that one before. What? I have one. not heard that. One. Oh, okay. Well, they were going to make a sequel to Chrono Trigger. It was literally called just Chrono Trigger Two. Uh, wow. This this was the game that Takahashi was going to be a big part of, uh, and uh, then it changed like that. That's the only reason why. Uh, uh, wow, I, why am I forgetting his name? Suddenly, I, I wow, I'm I'm losing my mind. The Chrono Trigger guy. Why am I forgetting his name? Masato Kato. I, thank you. Wow, I was about to call him. I was about to call him Masaki Sato, but that's someone else. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, wow. But yeah, wow, that's terrible. I can remember his name. That's that's embarrassing, <laughs> and that that's out there forever. That's how dare you? <laughs> you can, we can you edit it in post. No, no, it's too late now. You <laughs> can't edit it out now. He's got to live with it. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I have to bear this pain forever. So that okay. when I, when my my Just jaded perspective turns yourself. me into a Xeno <laughs> villain, I can say that was the moment. The moment I forgot his name was the moment where I where I went down this path. <laughs> never too late to turn out and back. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's essentially really the primary reason why he's a part of this Unity Games project. Um, otherwise, because when if I were to sit down and break down every little bit of Xenogears' production, you would increasingly realize how out of place he is with everyone else. It is His influence on that game is so weird. It, he... <laughs> There's so many weird stories that you're never going to hear about it that are like amazing. So with yeah, with, with Chrono Trigger, it, it just eventually, you know, for one reason or another, it was going to be pitched as Final Fantasy instead. And then eventually there's like, you know what, why don't you just do your own thing? Why not just have it be your own game? And that's when it became Xenogears. The name Xenogears didn't even happen until way later. Like everyone makes this big deal about the Xeno prefix. There was not that much thought put into it. It was just, they, they, it, it, like Takahashi tried to give sort of an explanation that's completely reasonable. And I'm sure that was a part of it. I also have no doubt that the other part of it was Xenogears just sounds cool. I have yeah. no, I have no doubt that that's a part of it. Like, there's, there's no way. But yeah, it did start out as Chrono Trigger Two, and then pitches Final Fantasy, and then Xenogears. It, it, the game kept changing so much. Like, it was. I, I guess I could lead this into another thing. I before, didn't write this one down. Say but that, yes. Um, I wonder if those ties to Chrono Trigger. I wonder if that's the reason why Luca appears in Xenogears. Also makes me think about the different time periods in Xenogears. Like this was Chrono Trigger being able to to, to jump between all the different time periods in, in Xenogears, like you can in Chrono Trigger. That's fucking cool. That would I feel been... robbed now. It, it, it might be, but um, it, it, I it might have been like kind of inspired by maybe an idea that was pitched for when it was. Chrono Trigger Two. That that might I could see that being it, but I don't know. That's that's another. Yeah, it's just that's all speculation. Theory. At this point. Yeah. True. Yeah, I mean, the Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VII, and Xenogears actually have a lot of weird things in common. Just because they have like this weird. Connection. They do, and it's like um, you can see it in some of the things. Like I mentioned, Luca. Uh, I know, like FF Seven has some enemies that are straight up. 3D versions of Chrono Trigger enemies. Like, I think, what, I think it was like the frog enemy is like the same kind of, it's like the same model. Oh, yeah. Like the frog things with spears. I think, yeah, uh, the best way I could, I could explain why that is, 
as short mm-hmm. as possible is that imagine imagine your your producer at Square. You you're, you're you got like your your meeting with the other producers, and you have this big board, and you're just throwing a bunch of shit at it. <laughs> and and there's just like a Venn diagram for those three games, and some of those things are just in there for <laughs> several of them. It's it's so weird. Sometimes it is a little bit like uh, kind of like a wink and nod, but some some of it is like just ideas that were left behind for some reason. I don't know why that is. It's such a mess that that whole. It's weird that I, like those games turned out the way they did because some of the producer decisions are so bizarre. For that like specific time period, it, it, from like ninety five to ninety eight, is it, just so so weird. But uh, I think this is a good time to go to the next question. Okay, which is uh, Takahashi wanted Xenogears to be more science fiction influenced, and it uh, ended up turning out. Do you, who do you guys think of that? Do you guys think that's true or not? Uh, how do you get more science fiction influence than Xenogears? Well, if you look at the best way to explain that is look at. Xenosaga episode one and look at the years. Okay. It's mm. Alright, so more pure uh, pure science fiction yeah, more, and less okay. We we could call it hard sci fi, that's what I like to call mm. it. Right, okay, I get it. Okay, yeah. Uh but, but do you guys think that's true or not? What do you guys think of that? I don't know. Well, every time one. I think of Xenogears in my head, it's just all sci fi stuff. And like uh, like even just now when you brought it up. Um, I didn't even think about the the, the soft sci-fi parts of it. Um, but and there's a lot of if you look at certain like look at if you just show certain some screenshots of some people of certain parts of the game, they would think that it's like a more fantasy based game with mechs right. in it. Like the, if mm. you show them some parts of it. Well, I guess I'll I'll just say if it's true or not. Uh, uh, this is actually a hundred percent true. Oh, yeah. so that's how. Kind of why Xenosaga went the way more hard sci-fi then? Partly. The reason why Xenosaga exists the way it does mm-hmm. is is partly because of that. Um, it uses... Uh, this is... God, this is another insane can of worms that I don't want to touch too too much because there's... This is one of those things that people will passionately fight you to the death over, and I'm not... I'm not ready to do that just yet. I'm <laughs> um, ready to roll into the ring. I... I, it's it's not even I don't I just it, the problem is I want to do it and not do it in a way where I get someone killed and that's that's how bad it is. Thanks. But with, with this, the reason like episode one of Xenosaga is Takahashi just wanted to do a very specific type of story. And that's why episode one is weighted specifically in like that section. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also why Xenogears has like its episode one section. You look at that and it's like that just seems like this weirdly. Almost out of place science fiction story next to like you, you, of, compared to what you actually saw in the actual Xenogears game, and that comes from this. You can almost call it self indulgence that he just he Takahashi really wanted to make a hard sci fi story. That's what he wanted to do, hmm. and and that urge it kept getting it kept growing and growing, and Xenogears kept getting its uh, like conceptualization like it kept gr- progressing. It kept getting more science fiction like stuff thrown into it, and as the lore evolved, it became more and more like that. So uh, that's one of the reasons why he had no problem. Just like, oh, well, I'm going to use this part of an idea I had, and I'm just going to, I'm going. That's the thing. I that's, I want to do that right now. That was like it was like a child with a new toy. It it's not yeah. as it's not as thought out as some people think it is. Like it is thought out, but it's like 
Yeah, like, um, I work with game devs uh, in my job, and a lot of the, the when you're a fan of a game, and when you know a dev of a game, there's a huge separation, because the fan thinks that the game dev will think everything out, that uh, he or she is master of whatever they make, and some people just make shit up, or do stuff because it's cool. <laughs> it's not that deep. <laughs> Yeah. Not always that. His Takashi producers made a bad habit of making it seem like it was more well thought out than it was. And I that's why I've always I've always every time I see an interview and the producer has stuff to say there, especially if it's like stuff from the like the Xenosaga days, I'm always like taking like I'm I'm it, to me I only believe it on the most surface level. There's cuz it always obviously there a lot of the producers for our, like basically every Xeno game they're more influenced as like marketers and stuff, so yeah. they want to make it look as good as possible. So it's right. it's very complicated, and I, I know Takahashi has come more clean about it uh, as time goes on. He'll talk about how oh, I get bored with the last thing I make, so that's why the next thing is so different. Or uh, he actually specific- he outright said a year ago, about a year ago this time, saying that Xenogears, Xenosaga, and Xenoblade were just sort of a product of what he just felt like doing at that very specific moment and him just going with it. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's, that's sort of the reason like he, I think he, uh, even, even a, a good example of this is in perfect works where Takahashi, uh, he talks about the designs of the characters and when he talks about phase design, he thinks it looks too basically, uh, like, look at Ellie's design, and then look at his, and, and Faye looks like a countryman. Mm-hmm. And Takahashi said, if I had to go back, if I were to go back in this game and change something with the designs, he'd be the... I think he it was, he said something along the lines, he'd be the, the first one I'd change in terms of design. Yeah. Wow. I guess when you're working with so many people on a project, uh, it's really easy for your initial idea to float away from what you initially wanted. Yeah, but I think another part of it is that he wasn't even sure what he wanted. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Again, this goes back to something I said in, in part two of production. I'm not, again, very surface-level way of describing it, but I, I describe Takahashi as uh, everyone thinks he's Stanley Kubrick, but he's actually J.J. Uh, Abrams and Sam Raimi. <laughs> so... <laughs> But I think that's that's enough for that little piece. There's, there's uh, the next one is my my kryptonite, the one that at least regarding Xenogears, I think this is the one that make that blows my mind. That people still believe this. It's it's just I don't understand. I don't even know where it came from. I I really want to know where it came from. So it's just so I can have some some closure in my life. I'm gonna be in my deathbed, and I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm going to be screeching about this. It's going to be... It's yeah, terrible. Hear this. <laughs> All right. Not even, even going to ask if you guys believe this is true, because I'm not going to insult your intelligence. Okay. Xenogears had its budget slashed because of Final Fantasy. Oh, I wrote that one on our list. Yeah, that's totally believable. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how much I hate this rumor. This is... This is so, like, you you have to, like, first of all, the person who said this 
Someone had to come up with this, or somebody had to say it first. <laughs> and it had to be somebody with a lot of listeners. Yeah. It, it, it was like, like this person, to me, because you said this, and you've caused so much strife in the things I've read, I, I, I view you in the same light as, like, Scientology. It, it's so... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you, have, you have caused so much pain in my heart. It's, yeah, it's, because that one in particular has been spread out, like, crazy and it's, i've read it for years yeah it's been 20 years and there's still i still see it yeah. sometimes and i'm like you you've got to be kidding me like it doesn't even <laughs> it doesn't even make sense it doesn't even make sense that that okay first of all this comes from the mentality that money is everything uh, time doesn't matter if you if you are if you're like a, a map designer it doesn't matter if i throw you in a room and design this <laughs> entire this entire room if I throw you in a room for two minutes, you could still design this perfectly because I threw money at you. <laughs> like, I threw I threw t- $2 million in your face. So, clearly, you can make this map in two minutes. It, it's obviously, you know, that would have fixed all of our problems. Just throwing money at the project. That's how that works. You know, over, going over budget, that that's never happened. No, it's... I, I, it, was, it was 1999, around the time this surfaced. And a lot of people were dumb as shit. By the way, I, I gotta ask, is there like a, a limit to, to the things I can say in terms of curse words? Because the last Bye. time I kind of restrained myself. I say fuck every time I'm on here and nobody has prided me. Well, yeah, it's fine. I think our Shion episode had the most curse words, but I, I we're, oh, yeah. we're fine. We're fine. Okay, okay. Well, it's... It, like you... I, again, people... I, I get it. Not everyone knows how game development works. That's fine. I understand that. You know, if you if you believe this at some point, you know, back then, I, I kind of see, you know, it's okay. It's okay if you believe that at some point. Before I even knew about this rumor, my friend told me that this was a thing that happened. He believed <laughs> that. Um, he might still believe it. I don't know. I never, I don't even want to bring it up because, you know. <laughs> well, it's that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, me and Zeno, it's a problem. It's a <laughs> You know, I, 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 it makes me hate caring about things. You know, yeah, it, I, I totally it, it, It's turning me into Krellian, basically. Totally <laughs> <laughs> get that, too! Yeah, it, it's... It, this this rumor is the equivalent of, like, I put it on the same tier as, as like, you, let's just say, you know, you're, you're 10 years old, you're on the internet, and you want to know how to unlock Luigi in Super Mario 64. And someone says, you gotta go into the room with the mirror, and you gotta do a ground pound on that one pillar 600 times, and then Luigi, he'll come out of the room, the, the mirror, and he'll say it's Luigi time, and then suddenly Luigi's playable. That, that, uh... that's the equivalent of this. That's what this is to me. I, I, it's that bad. It's that bad. It, uh... So, event, Takahashi actually was asked directly about this in an interview, uh, like a year ago, year and a half ago. Yeah, I think I remember that. And he did say his it, he he mentions budget. Uh, never mentions Final Fantasy VIII, obviously, because that's that's total horseshit. I don't even think he knows about that rumor because this is like this is like really in the in the West. It's not really a you know a rumor in Japan. But mm-hmm. I'm sure he may have heard it at one point. He didn't stick in his head. I don't know. I don't know if he's heard. If he did hear it, he probably laughed, <laughs> and then he, he probably forgot about it. Um, <laughs> that's probably. I hope that's what happened. You know. I, I, I know he he's definitely aware of some rumors. I, I know that, but 
I, I don't think he... I, I know he likes to watch people squirm over a mystery and what-ifs. That's how he generates buzz. Yeah. So I, I think that's partly why he doesn't care that much. Um, there are people that I know that have worked on s- certain games that they, they, they get drew... Some of the stuff drives me nuts. I could say that. And that's why ever since I've gotten to know some of these people, it's actually made me feel worse about this. Like, as bad as I felt before, it's made me feel so much worse. Oh, jeez. So, Takashi did... He, if you read that interview, he doesn't know... He basically says that a lot of the people were new, especially to, like, 3D modeling, and things took a while. So they basically... It was basically a rush job. And he, he does say that he had to spend the remaining budget on this, too. Uh, so that there's something interesting about concerning money about Xenogears is that uh, the game was originally going to have 3D models and eventually they went with the sprite characters that you know. I mean, obviously the, the mechs were 3D. Right. And for cutscenes, that's uh, when they went to the sprites, that's when Tagashi had a desire to use animated cutscenes. This interview, I believe, is completely lost, by the way. So you'll just have to take my word for it. But I know it's it's a thing. This is a thing he said. This is a thing that happens. It's this is one hundred percent. This is this is some factoids that uh, he actually had to ask for basically a change in budget for the project. So Xena Gears' budget actually went up. It didn't go down because he had to have oh. a separate, essentially like a separate budget to pay Gynax for those cutscenes. So, so, so the idea that the that the budget was slashed is even it's even worse than you think it is. It it's even worse. Uh, imagine that. Like, just, I, 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 well, let's let's take this even further. Let's let's just let's go even further with this because clearly, the budget being slashed that must be one of the driving influences of Takahashi leaving Square. He must have been so upset. Must have been a real toxic relationship with Square if they did something like that. I mean, man, what a, what a bunch of jerks. Like, what a rotten company. Right. So, one of the guys that worked on Final Fantasy VIII went to Monolithsoft. He, he's one of the earliest members of Monolithsoft. And he's one of the most important people in Monolithsoft right now. And he didn't work on Xenogears. He worked on Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, and the idea that yeah, that, that just makes it worse. You'd think that they would just not do that. They just sit comfy and be like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay at Square, and I'm gonna work on these projects. I get more money, better job security." And oh, by the way, that person's not here at Takami. By the way, um, so it's just it, like the more you look at it, the worse it is. It just gets worse. The more you, it's just. I think I think I need to stop talking about this because I this is another one of those things yeah, like every let's every move on to the next one every one of these I I could do a fifty page essay on and just how the, the leaps in logic and the fact that people are so passionate about these this misinformation or I mean they're passionate about a lot of these but this one is just is just shocking. There's no evidence of this. There's, it's just it's completely untrue. Please stop saying it because I swear I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in my deathbed, and I'm gonna say I'm not letting this go. I'm. You guys are still, you know, to the end. You guys that that keep spreading this are just. Uh, yeah. Right. Next. Next one. Next, right. throw, throw no words. All right. As a stinger for this, though, uh, I I do remember being a teenager and FF8 coming out, and 
FF8 not meeting my expectations. So I think one of the reasons why it's become so wildly popular is between the fandoms of FF7 and FF8, there was a lot of salt. So that's how that rumor grew, I think. So uh, continue. <laughs> oh, well, just in case you, if you didn't think fandom words were cancer enough, there you have it, folks. Oh, I, I, I know of fandom cancer. Uh, Google FF7 house. Oh, I Jesus. Survivor. I am a survivor of FF7 house. <laughs> fandom is fucking cancer. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say, well, this is a Xeno podcast, so. Yes. But... <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Yes. Uh, uh. <laughs> Let's this see. next one is uh, is actually is, uh, we're we're still in the Xenogear section, but <laughs> this is when we're crossing into the Xenosonic Saga stuff. This one I, is interesting because there's some people who have seen I've seen straight up say this as fact, mm-hmm. without actually knowing the the contents of it, which I've always thought was interesting. Uh, just like the Chrono Trigger Two thing, I was on I, some people in the English speaking fandom knew that before it was really well known at all so that's interesting but with this this next one um some people are going to be confused by this because some people don't even know about this the question i wrote here were were xenosaga characters xenogears characters first what okay i gotta explain this one then okay so um before takahashi and some of his other guys left square Tanaka uploaded some pictures of an upcoming game, and one of the one of those characters. Well, it was only one mm-hmm. character, and that mm-hmm. character was Shion, and that and that was in 1999, which is quite a while before Xenosaga was, was even a thing. Yeah, that, it's it's well, there's an interesting thing about Six. that picture, but yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. But do you, so because of that, people have said, you know, oh well, maybe. Maybe Xenosaga characters were Xenogears characters first. That's that's you know they were planned to be a part of Xenogears or something. Basically, it's one of those. How the the real question is: Do you believe that? And the other part is: Do you believe that that it was that well thought out that Xenogears was so well thought out that that was a thing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't, you don't believe I, that. I don't okay. No, I mean, it. I mean, nineteen ninety nine. That would be a, a year after Xenogears, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah, then um... that doesn't math. It's not how time works. Yeah, I mean, I could believe that they might have had like a concept art that they never used, and then they repurposed that. That's one hundred percent believable to me. But oh, yeah. well, I, I need, I need to point out that the the concept art thing coming out in ninety nine that that's a thing that happened. Takashi was still square when that came out. That's not that's not the question. Oh, the question sorry. is 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 that does that mean that they were Xenogears characters first? That's, oh no, that's a I don't think so. Okay, okay. Right, so that, I, could, that could mean that. anything, honestly. That's really vague. If of course. If they find it. All right, well, I, I do have the answer to this one. Well, unless, you know, it, it's always possible that someone will come out and really clarify more of it, but I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I'm incredibly confident about this one. I, I spoke to people about it, people who were, um, uh, I'm always trying to find a way to gracefully say that I just know people that work on these games. That's that's the <laughs> hardest thing to say. Because if I say it that way, it just sounds pretentious. <laughs> but uh, oh, just so pretentious, pure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so pretentious, like Zeno. Oh, pure. Oh, no wonder you're on this podcast, pure. Oh, oh, you must you 
You love Xenopure. Stop. Just admit it already. Stop being a son. Uh, uh, anyway. Not like I want to be your IRL friend after this or anything, but... So, the, the answer is essentially no. You guys are right. The, the reason why is, is the time doesn't work. Uh, so, so uh, Xenogears came out obviously in February in Japan and late 98 in America. And Takahashi was told around the time, about sometime between April and June, that he was not going to be able to direct another game because it just didn't, or at least he wasn't going to be direct like a Xenogears game. But you mm-hmm. could basically boil that down to directing any game. I don't think it had to be Xenogears. I think they were just like, you know, can you lead projects and stuff like that? Because you could argue that this too turned out the way it did because of Takahashi's planning, arguably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, those that concept art of Xion came out around sometime between August to September. That's around the time that was like made and posted. So that already doesn't match uh, in and of itself. Uh, Takahashi was that was around the time where obviously Takahashi had a plan out making a company and whatnot. And he was that was around the time when he was really conceptualizing like what he was going to do for his next game because he I don't think he was ever really sure entirely like everyone says he was sure it was always just up in the air there was always some kind of idea but it was never all there so that's when he became because Takashi doesn't like to conceptualize characters until a little bit later he had his idea and then he was like well I I can only assume that he said I want a character like this and then he kind of worked on it from there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, another thing that's sort of weird is that that piece of art. Again, Takahashi is still with Square. There's no Monosoft. Namco's not really a thing yet, uh, even though they know people there. Uh, yet, that piece of art, what a lot of people don't seem to know, is that it's now, you know, when Xenosaga came out, that art became officially regarded as Xenosaga art. So, like, if you go in, uh, I think it's the the... The data materials or whatever, whatever that book's called, mm. I don't remember anymore. That that art's there. It's it's in that book. Mm. So oh yeah, that's right. It is. Yeah, Before I saw it and uh, and the early Ziggy and I think there might have been an early Momo. I think I don't I don't remember. Uh, I know that that was a you thing. I don't book. know if that's in that book or not. We'll get up right now. <laughs> well, r- regardless, I, I mean it's, it's not that important. The point is, is that it's not necessarily that's not necessarily true. But I've seen people say. I've seen people go as far as to say that certain character arcs were completely written in 1999, which is insanity. <laughs> I, I've seen that from people who tried to to pry themselves as a reputable like bed of information, and I'm just like, are you are you insane? Like, I, I mean, and actually say that because I, I hate interacting with with this fandom sometimes. Oh, I say sometimes because I'm trying to sound nice, but um, but yeah, that's just yeah, that's, that's woefully untrue. And uh, yeah, I think we can end that there because the more we get into this, the more other things get clarified. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, the next one. Okay. The, the <laughs> sure. next one's a hotbed. It, it's, I'm gonna at this one I put two and two and one. It was originally just one question. Takahashi was fired from Square and Namco at some point. Thanks, dog. No. No, no. I'm, the answer is the answer is obviously no. 
I, I, I guess the idea that he was fired from Square is because it's like, well, why else would he not stay with Square? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for, first of all, no, he wasn't fired. Uh, he, he was already kind of tired of... For, first of all, working at Square is weird at that time. I don't want to get too into that, but it was it was weird. I've heard like major staff members say that they began to hate working at Square around like the late 90s, early 2000s. Like it was, I'm not saying that Takahashi hated working at Square at that time, but mm-hmm. I do, I do know for a fact that he used to get very opinionated with people that worked at Square, and he, I know that Takahashi himself thinks that there were probably some people there that didn't like him because he was so easy to get in people's faces over shit. Yeah, like there's over, over the workforce in, in this business, there are a lot of creative personalities that tend to blow over and it's just like the the nature of it sometimes and i've seen it happen in front of my face a couple of times where at my place of work so yeah <laughs> yeah i would say i don't think he I don't, he didn't leave square on bad terms but i think he mm-hmm. he probably right. felt between everything that was going on and him making his first game i think he had decided i think it's time to you know do my own thing entirely and i think it just seemed like it was always something he felt like he needed to do. And it seemed like a lot of people wanted him to do it. You know, like Yasuki Han leaving Square is a big deal. And him, a lot of these other guys leaving was, like, Norhiro Takami leaving wasn't as big of a deal at the time, because he, Norhiro Takami's first major game that he worked on of, of, that was a, of any worth mentioning was Final Fantasy VII. That's not that long before Monosoft at all. Like, Monosoft was, it, it was, he was, he didn't join immediately because he was working on Chrono Cross. Mm-hmm. He, he, uh, well, actually, maybe he did leave early. I don't remember anymore. I'll have to ask about that, but yeah, if they even know, they might, they might not even know. But yeah, but it was, it was a big deal to see some of those guys leave. So I think a lot of people were probably wanting to leave as well. So it just seemed, seemed like a good time to do that. But yeah, it wasn't fired from Square. Uh, Namco, people assume he was fired or removed from his position, even though Takahashi is outright said that that wasn't the case and that, well, he, he more or less outright said that he just didn't want to be in the director's chair anymore, at least for the Xenosaga games. Some people think that's weird. I think it's weird, but I think it's, I don't think it necessarily primarily has anything to do with Namco. I think that's that's more, I, I do think he's genuine, completely genuine about saying, I want young guys to take over and to flourish. Because his company is still all about that. There, if you go, if you go to Molosoft, you're going to find a lot of young guys. Uh, Eiji Takahashi, who's the, he was the art director of Xenoblade Two, and he's always done. He's done a ton of stuff before that. Uh, he oh, he often is like one of the guys that new guys will go to to talk to, and to learn from. Uh, that's why everybody likes him there. Uh, th- that company has always been into getting new talent and trying to. Yeah, sort of build your ranks based on new, just new people. Because you don't want to, you don't rely on the same old shit. Yeah, because people, people get burned out, uh, especially with like crunch and stuff. But that's not the only thing. But like, uh, if you dry out your talent pool and you don't grow the people that you have, you, you end up with no, no, a talent drought, and that's no good. Yeah. Um. So the idea that he wanted new guys to do stuff that's not that's definitely not untrue but i do think and and this is this is weird this almost sounds like me being negative about takashi that's not i'm not trying to be but 
uh, I do think a part of it is that he gets very tired of working on certain things for too long. And I think that I think that was a moment where you realize, oh, my God, imagine working on this for like five years. I'm going to lose my mind. And that's why yeah. you look at something like Xenoblade. It's so different because he was just probably tired of, you know, working on something like that for so long. He's probably sick of looking at, you know, Xenoside after a certain amount of time. So, yeah, um, that's that's yeah. So him getting fired is just not true. Um, and. I guess I'll, this is, I'll do, I'll be very brief about this because I didn't write it down. Uh, people think Namco was responsible for a lot of the changes in Xenosaga 2 and stuff like that. That's not really mm-hmm. true either. Yeah, I never believed that actually. It, there was a new producer who got more involved, but, and that does have a little bit to do with it, but it's not, it's not nearly as much as you think it is. Right. Because I remember that rumor too, and, and it never really seemed right. Like, I never really looked into it, because I never really believed it to begin with, but yeah, I'm glad that you're kind of saying it now. Yeah, it's... The, the, the thing is, I would, the, the irony is that Namco was probably more involved when the first episode was around. That was when Nakamura was making... He, let's just say he when he was around, contacting Model Self was a lot better between that company. The relationship was better. When he retired, it, Namco was weird. It was harder to communicate better. Because they were going through a lot of shifts. Unless you were working on like Tekken, because Harada is another animal entirely. You're probably production for you might be a little weird in certain regards. So I, I feel like that's another thing to clarify. Uh, the next one, this this one is just it, it's basically part of the same idea, but it's this this one's I guess is more controversial for reasons uh, that I'm sure everyone will know as soon as I bring it up. The other one was the idea that Soraya Saga was fired, mm. which is technically not true. Uh, yeah. You could boil it down to this: you don't, you can't really fire a, a freelancer that that's on a per contract basis. It, it just doesn't work that way. Some people might might consider it being fired, but it, it wasn't really like this. This is not how it was. But I mean, let me put it this way. it's weird that she, I I guess you could see it say it was weird she wasn't brought on for, you know, for like later stuff, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, you could also argue she was fired in the same way that Soana was fired for Xenoblade 2, but obviously that's not a thing that anyone says. Wait, who who says Soana was fired? No one says that. That's what I'm I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. He's just saying that like, that would be like saying, oh, Oh, they bring him back. Yeah, since um, he was a I, freelancer. Yeah, I think so. I uh, supposedly she used the word "fired" once, but then she changed that. I, pre- I guess she probably realized it sounded maybe a little ridiculous. Mm. But yeah, that's that's just technically not true. Like it's just you know, it, it, there are, there were writers for the for Xenoblade that weren't brought back for the other, you know, for, for say like Xenoblade Two. Like, did, were they fired? No. Yeah, you know, but again, it that's I could see why somebody might think it's weird. I think that's fair, but it's not, you know, it, it's so odd that people are, they're willing to die on that hill, because trust me, you're going to, you're going to die a, a foolish man's death if you're willing to die on that hill. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but yeah, it sounds like just, just part of the contract, yeah. Uh, yeah, like we, we have a lot of contractors and their jobs end they are not technically fired. <laughs> and usually we, we ask for a lot of our contractors back uh, if, if they do a good job. <laughs> but uh, if, if a contract ends, that's not the same as firing. 
All right. So this next one is uh, we're kind of going back into preposterous territory with this one. <laughs> uh, it's not as weird as Final. Well, you know what? It is. It's weird as Final Fantasy VIII one, but I guess it doesn't make me as angry because it's like it's almost adorable that someone thinks <laughs> that that Takahashi is, is this good at his job. <laughs> so the the script, or at least the majority of the script for Xenosaga, was finished. At around 1999 or 2000. Yeah, okay. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> well, obviously none of you guys think that's true. Uh, thank God. But yeah, uh, like not true. You know, what, 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 I want, yeah, what are you going to say? I want, I want to hear. I want to hear. Well, like, like, are you meaning like when you say the script of Xenosar, like, do you mean all of Xenosar or Xenosar episode of one particularly or? Um. Either way, no, yeah, like the yeah. title, it doesn't matter. Does it? I mean, it's it's insane either way. Like, yes, we're we're basically just like it's about as insane as saying like, uh, you know, like is, is there a is there a satellite right now that the government built that can destroy the Earth at this very moment? Versus, <laughs> is there a satellite right now that the government built that can destroy the entire galaxy? They're both idiotic <laughs> and just insanity, but. You know, I mean, you know, people probably believe that. There's probably somebody that believes that. There's probably, there's probably several thousands of people that probably believe that. But you know, uh, but yeah, it's it's a no. Uh, you know, again, uh, I know where the mentality of this comes from, and I'm not even going to touch it because that's my goodness, my goodness, people. <laughs> I know that there are a lot of very passionate fans of Zeno, and a lot of people who give creators more credit than is actually due because they love them so much oh god i'm so obsessed i love this person they did everything right including like they can like pull the sun across the sky that's why we have night and day well i think the, a part of the mentality comes from this aside from the fact that you know people are fans of these creators and that's fine mm-hmm. you can be a fan of whoever you want you know it, it's yeah you know, i'm really not that much better uh you know i'm a you know, uh, yeah, I have like, I think about like five baseball shirts in the past. I'm like, I'm looking to my right just to make sure. I guess so I can confirm that. And over like the past like what four months, like just just out of impulse. So yeah, like I'm a fan of things too. It's fine, but you know, it, it, I think a, a lot of the mentality is that. Huh? I think of the first time he played Xenogear. So the first time he played Xenocycle, what whichever one he played first, and think of uh, you know a lot of people. They want to breathe in the magic, you know. They, they get this this feeling. It's like this, you know. I use the term, the word mystery box. That's what they call it. You know, it's like wow. It's, it just feels so big, and I feel so wowed. I've never, you know, maybe you've never felt anything like that before. Maybe you've never felt like you played a world that, you know, that felt so enigmatic and big, and you know, felt it feels endless. Mm. People are you, you sniff that when you sniff that too much, it has some, you know, it's like getting high. It has some effects. And, and yeah. some people don't think right when they're, you know, buying into the hype. And you must think, wow, it's so well thought out. He must have, like, scripts for, like, 12 games in there. Like, wow. There's a whole universe in there. Takahashi must be, like, uh, he he must have this whole thing planned out. He must be, because, again, he, he makes, it, it, it like, kind of looks that way uh, to some people. And I, it, I think that's fair as an initial impression. But when you really, if you're going to really sit down and think about it. You know, it becomes 
increasingly uh, foolish, and the irony is that he's actually one of the most impulsive creators I've seen in, in, in a, well, I can't say in a while, because I've, you know, been playing this stuff forever, but, you know, in a long time. Oh, God, I'm going to cough. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no, that's got to be edited out. <coughs> oh, no! It, you're, see, you're fine. You see, you see what people are doing to me. <laughs> oh, no. All these rumors are making you sick. So my throat's <laughs> getting dry. I don't usually talk this much. This is what this podcast does to me sometimes. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the next be... one. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you gonna say something more? No, I was just gonna lead us into the next one as well. Go on. Uh, <clears throat> this one's kind of interesting uh, because there there is something that to found this one. Mm-hmm. So, so it might be true, guys. This, you know, this this could be it right here. One of these, well, some of these are already true, like the Crown Trigger Two one. But um, obviously, we know that Xenosaga has three episodes. Mm-hmm. Now, some people think that Xenosaga had uh, as many as four parts officially contracted by Namco, but for some reason, they just ended up doing three, and then the fourth one. Whatever plans they had for that one, you know, when they were, you know, even even if supposedly, like, they had signed on to do that, like, officially, we have to make this. Apparently, for some reason, it just didn't happen. Uh, but, but you know, there's there's the belief that supposedly they're, they're, they're going to do four, but for some reason, it was, now it was three. Some people believe this, and there was an interview where they said, you know, oh, well, maybe we'll do, four, we, we could do four, we're going to focus on four eventually. And it, when they said that they weren't even thinking about doing more than four, as they clarified, four is as far as we're going, as far as current plans, immediate plans. And then from there, we'll decide what we're going to do. We don't know what the hell we're doing. Well, this was after the first part came, after the first game came out, some sometime around then. Either, mm. uh, yeah, I think it was it was sometime around that point. I, you know, it, that's not the point. Point is, do you guys think this was actually a thing? That, did that actually happen? Was it officially contracted? Do you think that was a thing? I can't believe that because every hook that they built into the previous Xenosaga games was resolved by the end of three. Okay, I do need to okay, let me I guess I'll clarify this right now. Um if we're gonna take that scenario, um let me put it this way. Three during the development of episode three, nothing when they plan out development which was around like late two thousand four well, before that, actually, it was it was definitely before like two thousand four. But they were planning out things for a while, mm-hmm. and you you plan out a scenario for what you're going to develop at that very moment. So, if, speaking in terms of that, Xenosaga three really didn't have too much sort of cut out. Every game has something cut out, but it was kind of your standard. You know, like there weren't as many things cut out from like episode one where you actually see like cut scenes in one of the trailers and stuff like that. And episode two was also kind of like that to a certain degree. Xenosaga 3 did not have that. That being said, if the third game followed the old screenplay and um, wanted to explore parts of that story uh, as much as sort of the, the what the base scenario essentially had, Xenosaga 3 would probably have, you know, let's just say it has eight hours of cutscenes. Let's, let's say it would have had like 14 or 15. So that could have easily, you could have easily taken that and made it episode three and four. That's how much you could have done. Like, like if you think the, the, that game had a lot of character development, there would have been like three times as much. If okay, 
Yeah, right. there's, there's so many things that are just not. I mean, obviously, it doesn't feel that way when you play episode three because it feels mm-hmm. thick anyway. It was going to be even thicker, but it just obviously that it's so impractical that it just never happened. So I do. So so clarifying that, do you still think there would have been that episode four was like a thing that was official at some point? I'm still skeptical. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm a bit skeptical on it too. Even though I know I've heard other rumors that um, episode three would have been would have wrapped everything up regardless, and episode four would have been like a new alternate universe type of thing. I have no idea where that came from, but I've heard that rumor before too. Well, I remember that they said, or well, I don't know if this is a rumor now, uh, that the story was originally going to be in three separate parts, one being the Xion arc, and then two other arcs after that, with a total well, of... Yeah, that's that's true, but there's, there's two sides to this. There's that, There's that's true, and then there's the other side of, if you haven't properly, if the other things are so vague that they mm-hmm. might as well not exist... I that's mm. why I rarely you never see me acknowledge it just because it's like uh, if 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 you this is another one of those pretentious moments but if you've seen the shit I've seen it's like okay whatever like you stop caring all that much about it no I get it <laughs> I'm not sure if that makes me pretentious too um right. it, it's definitely kind of interesting but I it might not not everyone's might find it interesting I'm, I'm weird I'm I'm that guy that you know I'm not a guy that, that salivates over staffless and wants to talk about a staffless for a model soft game, but it can't do that right now until they reveal it. But so okay, I guess I'll say I'll say did okay, I'll say this, um it's not true. But even though that interview did happen, hmm. um there's a small chance that there might have been something kind of con like some something that they agreed to. That didn't fall through, but I could tell you that there was no like contract that was like okay, yeah, we're we signed on to do a fourth one. I've seen people say that they've seen that they read something that they said that they signed on to do four, but I could tell you that never happened. Yeah, um, when I was growing up, I think uh, I I heard a rumor that Xenosaga in its entirety was going to be six episodes, but I never heard anything. Oh, they this was confirmed at any point. Well, mm. it, it that's true. That is true. Yeah. There, there's even more ridiculous rumors. I remember one from back in like when Saga was coming out. I remember hearing a rumor that um, it was going to be six episodes, and that episode five was going to be a remake of Xenogears. Oh, uh, yeah, I have heard one too. Okay, there's again two sides to this. There's this again, like always. There's just because these are these are theories that are they exist in an in an intangible, you know, sort of existence, kind of like the imaginary domain, but. <laughs> But it, there's two sides to this, and it's the, you know, uh, well, it's so vague that it might as well not even exist, so it doesn't matter. It, it, it's You can't say it's actually planned, because it's just such a weird thing. Also, so they had a good relationship with Square. I'm going to just say it. Square would not just sit there and say, yeah, you're going to remake one of our games to that <laughs> level, or make it so similar to our yeah. game. That, right. I mean, you could, you could try to make it, like, based on, like, an idea and a concept, but it's still... I think the other part is, and this comes from people that have just worked with Takahashi that just says he hates doing the same thing twice at that level. Like, obviously, he's done the same, he's done certain ideas twice. You look at Xenoblade 2, and it's just, you know, there's so much shit that I've seen before that it, I, it's like, oh, I've seen I've seen that before. Like, okay. <laughs> like, it's it's everywhere. But to that level, the only time that ever happened was Xenosaga DS, 
And there was an ulterior motive for that. And that was getting, for one, working with the hardware and getting getting to know one of the writers. And I think Namco had something to do with it. I mean, I'm sure Takahashi weren't happy to work on that, but, you know, uh, that that's a different story altogether. Um, so, yeah, that, that, they were never, that was never official that there was ever going to be for, even internally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think they, I think it was just an ideal thing to do. It just didn't happen. Uh, to me, it's, it's, uh, the perspective of developing these games, it's so weird that I can't say whether that's a good or bad thing. Like, it's just, everyone says, well, it, uh, that would have been the great thing. I'm just like, I have, trust me, I have no idea. I've seen, I've seen enough to know that I don't, I have no idea. It's 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 one of the, the more the more you know the the less you feel one way or the other about that thing. It's it's so that's the best way I could say that. Yeah, the, the way you talked, it's like, do you think Takahashi would have even wanted to do like all six games in the, the oh. series? <laughs> well, let's let's just make a, a, hypoth- a hypothetical universe where the Xenosaga games sell like they sell three million copies each. Those let's say it's still three games. They make those three games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he if the, after the third one, if he still makes another one because I know for a fact he's gonna be so tired of it. <laughs> and uh, but I could see him stopping and going back to it later. I could see that that's what I would think would happen. That's what I that's what I think would happen if, if Napco lets him. Napco might be like, man, look at this Xenosaga stuff. It's it's shelling like crazy. Look, it prints <laughs> money. You gotta you you gotta make more, right? or else, or else you're or fired. Get someone else on it. Oh God, yeah. yeah. We'll get like we'll get Harada on yeah. it. Actually, <laughs> I don't know how Harada would do. It. I think he's great. I don't know how he could do an RPG. That'd be weird. <laughs> it'd just be a fighting game. He'd yeah. Like, All right. Then it's like a fighting game. Yeah, it'd be like I'd it'd be like a, her- yeah, I'd play a, a Harada Zenosaga fighting game. So yeah, that's so that's that. Um. I guess I'll bring this one up now. Another one that just came off the top of my head. This one's quick. Uh, we, we you know that Takahashi uh, was more involved with Xenosaga DS than he was with, like, say, Episode 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. But still not to some crazy degree. It was more just supervising what the writers are doing. Mm-hmm. The, the misconception here is that some people have even seen, like, some just some sites that cr- for crediting credit Takahashi as the director of that game. He is not the director of that game, so I, I I can't even remember who the hell directed it anymore. I, I you know it's not that important anymore, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he did not direct it. Uh, he also did not direct Pied Piper. A fun fact: Pied Piper was not directed by a Monosoft employee. It was directed by a Namco employee. <laughs> so, yeah, besides yeah. Soria Saga, I didn't really I don't really know too much about like staff for Pied Piper. Well, a lot of Namco. <laughs> It's uh, people were busy. Bonsoff was busy. So, um. So okay, what's the next one? I don't even. What kind of, oh, this one. This one's actually kind of interesting. Again, there is a, a basis for it. And uh, was Xenosaga three delayed? Because if you if you read about Xenoblade, you hear that one was delayed. But he they act like that's the first time that game was delayed. I mean, I'm sorry, the first time that Takahashi's had one of his games delayed, mm-hmm. and that it's never happened before. And this is a rumor mostly from Japan. This is not really a Western rumor. So there's there's the there's the idea, was Xenosaga 3 delayed? Did it come out later than it was supposed to? Was You know, is, what, do you, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that's true? In Japan or in the West? Well, there was we'll like a month. We'll say both. Yeah, it was almost the same. Uh, we'll say. Yeah, it was like 
really close. Or at least almost the same release date, all things considered, compared to the other two. Yeah. 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 Uh. So when uh, by the time Xenosaga three had come out, I uh, I actually I wasn't the first person to to hear about it coming out. So it was just like it was a pleasant surprise uh, after uh, not playing Xenosaga two uh, halfway through. Um, but I am willing to believe that it may have been delayed. Um, okay, I'm not certain because I I felt like the the wait between. Uh, like episode one, episode two was much longer than the wait between episode two and episode three. But I, on the Japanese side of things, I'm I'm not I'm not certain. Yeah, I'm I'm uncertain of this one too because uh, on the Western front, I know there wasn't a whole lot of advertisement for Zenosaga three. Um, I I was actually like digging through some old magazines from around the time that game came out, and there's like no mention of the game. Or very little mention of it, for that matter. So it oh, was. What's that? Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I do have the an episode three ad in my hidden shrine. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, so if it did get delayed, it wouldn't surprise me, and that would explain some of the lack of advertising for it. But at the same time. I don't know if there's really much evidence out there to support either. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I do have to ask one thing, though. i got to ask you something, Tyler. Yes. You said you have an advertisement for it. Or, or a flyer? Is this a... There is an ad from uh, a, a gaming magazine. Okay. There's a U.S. Well, ad. i got to ask you something about that ad. It's, it's an important question. It's the most important <laughs> question we've asked on this in the history of your podcast. <laughs> okay. Ready? Ready. Okay. Does it say stores are back? <laughs> um, God. I don't remember if it said anything about stores being back. Okay. I always I, thought that was the greatest thing that that was like <laughs> that this big like marketing campaign like oh, Xenosaga Three this epic game. How are we going to promote this? Stores are back. <laughs> it's just you. You could buy weapons from the. store. Door. Oh my god! You it's can just... buy and sell. Yeah, isn't that is like what a what a revolution? Like Monosoft has outdone themselves. Wow, I, I don't even know it's, it's just incredible. Not since Ocarina of Time has there ever been such a revolution in gaming. You no longer have to pay off Matthew's debt with a bartering system. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness! God. All right, well. Anyway, onto this. Xenosaga you know, Three was delayed. Well, I can say that it was never officially delayed, but speaking internally, with within the, the the deep trenches of these companies, I can say that it's sort of unofficially delayed. It was in in a way, uh, and there is some evidence of this in the public. There's well, there's one evidence of it in the public, in a Japanese magazine. And it says in the in the magazine it has a, a sort of a, a planned release date, not an actual like uh, an, a straight up release date, but it says when to expect the game. And, and it wasn't that it wasn't that long before the game. I think it was like maybe early two thousand six, maybe late two thousand five that this ad came out. I'm 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 gonna assume like two thousand five. And uh, fun fact, that's um, the most recent beta I have of Xenosaga Three is from late two thousand five. 
Um, so it must have been around the time this was this advertisement was made, and I'm assuming that the screenshots are also. I don't. I need to go take a look at them to see if they're the same as the one from the beta I have. But uh, so th- this advertisement says, "Expect the game in spring of 2006." As we all know, mm. it didn't come out in spring. It came out in July. Yes. But I have. This is where it gets weird because. Again, I have the beta from late 2005, and I could tell you, and I have other, like, from, I have other builds of the game from earlier, and I can say I have no idea why the game would be delayed, because that build, that game is, like, done. Like, there's some, there's some differences, but it's basically done. So I'm wondering, like, I know they had to add some more stuff, and some of the cutscenes just aren't there yet. Hmm. So I, I, I I wonder if it was delayed. Well, I mean, I can say that it was essentially delayed, but why would they add, like, those two months? That's what confuses me. Or, like, a month and a half. So there wasn't enough difference in the final build that would have warranted the extra time, you're saying? Right. Might have been stability. Maybe. I mean, it's it's very strange. Uh, it's one, you know, I hope one day I could just start uploading stuff from the, or, or even just, obviously, I can't just, you know, even saying that I have it isn't yeah. is is like I'm kind of walking on the line, but but I do hope one day like did somebody be it would be Namco that would give a shit about it. And I do hope one day like oh whatever because like, because they've leaked stuff like this before and nobody's cared, right? Uh, they like they leaked that that uh, that one build of Pokemon Silver and Gold, uh, and, um, and Nintendo didn't care. Yeah, and some companies are. Are fairly lenient about it. I think Capcom is actually okay with it because there's several Mega Man builds that have been released in a while and dumped. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's the same thing with Xenoblade X, but I don't think Nintendo's ever going to let that one see the light of day. So, not that anybody would want to play it. I mean, do you really want to get in a mech right on the ground and run out of fuel in two minutes? Probably not. <laughs> no. Like. I wonder if maybe I, d- I doubt it, but I wonder if maybe the American censorship might have been cause of the delay, but that wouldn't have Im- shouldn't have impacted the Japanese release. Yeah, it, I don't think it would have impacted anything except mobilization. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't say that's why the the censorship is so janky because they didn't have that much time to work mm-hmm. on it. Uh, and it yeah. was kind of like last minute. It's like, oh, you got this cool shot of Albedo ripping his head off. Oh, that's great. Now <laughs> we just have. Like I guess, I guess Shion's mom just doesn't have blood. I guess she's just uh. she's just a robot. She was a <laughs> robot the whole time. Wow, what a twist! Put what back in, Shion? Put what back in? She's she's holding some some screws and stuff. Can't see it. <laughs> Invisible screws. All right, so this next one, I can we could actually go through very quickly. I'm not even gonna ask because it's a weird one. I, I already basically deconfirmed this in a way, and that. In my other episode, and this is again kind of mostly on the Japanese side, but I've seen him credited as this on Game Facts, and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Yasuki Han the art director of Xenosaga Three? No, he's not. Uh, it's Norhiro Takami. He's not credited. Nobody's credited as the art director in that game. Um, but he's not. He's not the art director. It doesn't even make sense because Yasuki Han was working on a. I always forget how this game is spelled, so I can never actually. I'm always afraid. I'm not saying it right. B- Baiten Kaitos is that? How oh, the it? oh. Well, I don't know how to pronounce it. I usually call it like Baiten Kaitos, but yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard saying psychosis as well. Well, well, he was doing that. He was doing Origins, which came out uh, in Japan a few months before Xenosaga Three. He was, he, he yeah. was doing that stuff. It was around. So. The, yeah, I remember that. It was around roughly the same time period. Okay. And that's all there, there needs to be said about that. The next one is actually kind of fascinating. Another Japanese rumor. This one, I kind of like this one because this one is like actually interesting theory mm-hmm. and not like garbage. Like, uh, yeah. oh, he b- said b- the G word. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do, do I get a cookie for that? What do I, what happens? Yes, you get a cookie for that. All right. I do want to say one more thing. You said something about uh, how there, were, there was no source for having six episodes for Xenosaga. That that's actually true, and they have said that. Mm-hmm. But oh, okay. okay. Um, but but that's again, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, but at that point, what is six episodes? It's like I bet if you asked him, if I if I were to in private, if I were to go and ask him right now, he would probably say, "Well, that's kind of an outdated concept," and. Who knows? Maybe it'll be this number, or maybe it'll be this number that's more or less because it's it's not it's not that simple. Like six was like, I think he I feel like he probably regrets coming up with an actual number. Okay. <laughs> so it's not as important as you, th- as you think it is, but it is it is worth pointing out because you know okay. there's, there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, one other fun thing I'm going to point out about that actually is that I believe. I believe the first time he ever mentioned the number six in regards to that series. Um, he didn't say six episodes. He said six games, not episodes. Ooh. Now, now, now get ready, get ready for some galaxy brain shit right here. Get ready for, <laughs> get ready to, for the greatest plot twist in any Xeno game. He said six games, not six episodes. Xenosaga episode one, episode two, episode three, Xenosaga Freaks, Xenosaga DS, and Xenosaga Pi Piper. Six oh. games. Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see that for sure. You fucking got us. You fucking got us. <laughs> well, anyway. Nice. Obviously, I'm you know being. I'm making a joke because in case yeah. someone yeah, out yeah, there yeah. is <laughs> being incredible, taking this way too seriously. But... It's like they're writing a hate mail to us right now. <laughs> How dare you say there's, there's six games? Oh man! So the next one, which I said was was interesting, is that uh, well, it's can it, I, I I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. I feel like no one is actually. I don't think I've ever said, heard an English fan ever bring this up as a theory, or at least not word it this way. Mm-hmm. And it's that Suo Uzuki is not Shion's real father. What? Yeah. Uh, how so? <laughs> yeah, you guys, I already know, he goes, like, that sounds preposterous. Who's, who's making shit up? Like, stop it. This fan fiction hour? Now there's a real. I, I now I can't. The thing is, is that I'm gonna say it's not true just because it's never in the game. It's never even like alluded to, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that being said, it might be true. I'm gonna. It might be one of those things that remember when I said Xenosaga Three. If if it were, if had the if it had like a, a you know under a different opportunity or an impossible opportunity, it'd be like bigger. Mm-hmm. 
I would not be shocked if that was a storyline in that game. Uh, and as I mean, I don't know. I have some like I've seen. I, I hate when I have to word it this way. I've seen some stuff that would have been in some of these games that never made it in, but I've never seen this one. But it, it I've never, I haven't seen everything, so I wouldn't be, sh- I wouldn't be shocked if it were there. But the reason why this exists is because in the in the data materials, mm-hmm. they straight up. There's a section where they talk about Shion's parents. And this is before you ever really see them properly in the third game. This is obviously, this book came out after the first episode. Mm-hmm. And they say they talk about how Xian's mother looks almost one hundred percent identical to Xian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if this, maybe this was translated at some point. I don't. I don't know if it ever was. If it has been, it's probably just completely like just gone now. You probably lost to the depths of internet hell. Uh, but in in that little uh, section, they say that Xian looks so much like her mother. And uh, again, this is the book that says this. I'm not making this shit up. That the idea that she was actually just cloned from her mother can't be ruled out. Yeah, definitely not. Hmm. Hmm. And the reason why that's kind of why, why people might theorize this is that uh, obviously Xion's mother is sick because of the uh, of her bloodline, and we all know some Ormus guys were involved with her father, and we all know Ormus is you know incredibly uh, religious and. What else would they want than to try to carry that bloodline? Oh fuck! Okay, that's hmm, that's a that's interesting. But again, I, that's that's a theory. But that's the I'm I'm trying to justify why this would this theory would exist. I'm not trying to say mm-hmm. that that's what I that's what I think. I don't I don't think anything because it's it, it was never brought up. So eh, I mean, it's it's less ludicrous than how you. Yeah, yeah. The more it's, you explain it's it. the yeah. least ludicrous thing on this list, I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> interesting. So, uh, the next one is actually very recent, but I have to throw it in the Xenosaga section just because uh, it, it is still Xenosaga. So, uh, the Namco trademark also sparked Zarathustra recently. Oh yeah. Did, did that actually happen, or did somebody make that up? Oh no! It, well, it did happen. Yeah, it did happen. It may or may not related to Xenosaga. That yes, yeah, we're, it's not certain whether it's Xenosaga yeah. related or not. Well, I'm going to say someone that knows people in Ankyo that I have no idea what this was for. <laughs> Shock or something? I don't know. Um. Uh. So now some people, I get. I guess there's just oh there's. Been Xenosaga AC rumors for about five years now. Oh yeah, um, those come from Harada bringing up. Would you like to see that? You know, that's that's how yeah. it started. Yeah, I remember that too. Mm-hmm. I um, hate it so much. So he said I'm that. So tired. It, it didn't really. I, I'm not going to talk about that. But I'm, I'm going to talk about where it comes from because otherwise, I'm don't look, don't read too much into this. But I can't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, the, the, the actual reason why people believe this is a thing is that and uh, Cosmos and Xenoblade 2 didn't help. And then now this, this trademark thing doesn't help. No, uh, it if, if you were to ask me why that was trademarked, I'm, I feel, and this is a real, this is like way in the dark. I, I feel like it had something to do with Telos being in Xenoblade 2. But I don't know if that's 
because she's only in that game. Oh, that's true. I don't, but that's a shot in the dark. I don't, it it might not be that. It could be, could be something else. Yeah, because otherwise they, yeah, because they didn't like trademark the other two episode subtitles either. So it's, it makes you wonder, or as far as I know, they didn't. Yeah, Talos only existed as, uh, her character was created. Uh, That's one character you could say was created a while back. She was made in 2001. So that's quite a while before episode three. But yeah, like, I I think, that's my assumption. I did make a joke that it was for a Xenosaga episode three Pachinko machine. (laughs) Uh, It would be like the Metal Gear Solid three Pachinko machine where it looks amazing and it's just this big tease of like, wow, this could be so cool, but it's just a Pachinko machine. It's just, what a waste. Gosh. I mean, after all, Evangelion got Pachinko machines. Just saying. <laughs> but uh, even Galleon is there's just even Galleon everything. There's even Galleon to- toothbrushes like yeah, but even Galleon is Xenogears. They're the same game. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I'm oh sorry. God. Even Galleon is too uh, too artistic for that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. You can't you can't make even Galleon toothbrushes. I'm sorry. If you have one of those, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> if your toothbrush has like if it's in the shape of like Shinji's head. I'm sorry, you're 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 a bad person with bad taste, apparently. My my goodness, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, this is one I didn't write down, but I guess wow, I suddenly forgot what I was going to say because I, I I'm so, I, I have the thought of a of a toothbrush shaped like Shinji in my mind. I can't get it out. It's a cursed image there. Oh yeah, uh, you know what? I, I guess this was an, a question or something I was going to clarify. I totally forgot about the script being finished in '99 for Xenosaga or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here's something funny. The script for Xenosaga, for what you saw, for the entirety of what you saw, at least the first, like the first draft, not even the, not even the final script, the first draft of it was finished after the first episode came out. So when the first episode came out, the first draft wasn't even done. Oh, and if you if you really need to know just how parts of what Tagashi does are on the fly, it, 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 he didn't finish the first draft until about. Seven months after the first game came out, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even then, there's tons of stuff that's different. Like uh, you look at it, let's look at episode three for example. You just uh, put a island when she's there, and she she's in like her little beach house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even even that was different. Like that, she wasn't in a beach house. The original screenplay had her. Well, I can't say it's not from. I don't think it's from Takashi's screenplay. I think this was just. Again, the first draft, it's very, like, a first draft is almost too nice of a way to, to describe that thing. But, Yikes! <laughs> um, but I'm not trying to be, you know, insulting about it, yeah, but it's, yeah. a lot of it is still partly an outline. Mm-hmm. But it, there's no beach house. It's, it, she lives, she's, she's in an abandoned spaceship, not a beach house. That was the original idea for it. That would have been cool. But, but it eventually became a beach house. I think you could go inside. I'm pretty sure you were able to go inside the spaceship originally. I think that was like part of like the illustrations for it. Uh, but anyway, that's that. I'm, I'm not touching that anymore. All right. Uh, I'm almost at the end of these. Actually, it's not that many for Xenoblade, but I'm sure yeah. I'll remember something. Yeah, I couldn't even think of anything for Xenoblade, so I definitely like to hear something oh, what you have. Oh, that just shows you how horrible that fandom was at the time. Just man, <laughs> the Wild West days of the internet. Uh, some people miss them, but as far as Xeno games, uh, Xeno goes, I don't miss them at all. 
Not that I, not that I'm enjoying myself now. I mean, I'm enjoying myself doing this less, to be honest, but I just mean in a, in a, on a general basis, like, goodness. So, uh, this is one where, uh, again, this, there's a, a source for this. Uh, Iwata changed the name Monado Beginning of a New World to Xenoblade. Apparently, he's the one that did that. You guys, what do you guys think of that? Do you think that's true? I remember hearing that. I, I don't. Well, all my well it, it, it's there's a source. It's official. It was written on Nintendo. Yeah. So. Okay. Was that in an Iwata asks? No, it was in a. Uh, it wasn't in a Iwata asks. It was like a business call or something, and they that's when they announced it. Very weird time to do that. Yeah. Oh. Well. I guess, you know, people will see that there and it, it must be true. I, I'm not going to say it's, it's, it's a hundred percent not true. I'm going <laughs> to say it's 95% not true, even though it's on an official <laughs> damn site. <laughs> and it's because it's only on Nintendo of America site. Oh. On their business call. The original business call, the Japanese one, which I, you know, that was the first one I read for that. Mm-hmm. No mention of a of a water changing anything. I, I believe it still kind of alludes to honoring Takahashi with the name, but even that just feels weird. Uh, obviously, Takahashi has given a different explanation for the name Xenoblade, and he every time you ask him why it's called this, he has given a different answer. Like this dude cannot come up yeah. with a, a, an answer. He says, "Well, you know, there's the idea of something foreign and mysterious." And then the next time he'll say. This is the idea that of different cultures coming together that are all foreign to each other. And then another time he'll say, well, you want people to know that this is by the same director. That's a, he's had so many different answers. It's not a big deal. I'm sure there's some truth in all of that. But I, I really wish he would just come clean and say, I have, you know, it just sounds cool. And I got to keep my market somehow. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's that. The next one is... <laughs> The next one is, uh, I, you probably haven't seen it that much. I've seen it more than I'd like to, but still not that much, but it's enough for me to want to put it here. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade X is meant to be six, or at the very least, multiple parts. <laughs> like six episodes. Uh, that's cute. Uh, huh. I don't well, think I, I, I have that one. I definitely want to believe that Xenoblade X will have more than one, but I haven't heard anything like that at all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that was a rumor or theory or rather whatever. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've seen this from multiple people, but mm-hmm. there was a time where I was going through, I was looking for stuff. I was looking for information. Believe it or not, I actually enjoyed doing side quests in Xenoblade X. What a shock. Mm. That's like 90% <laughs> of the game. 90% of the game, like, here's 90% of Xenoblade X. <laughs> the side quests and side stories, and, and the map and the art direction. That's that's Xenoblade X. Like, it's it's art direction the game. Like, it's... You're, you're not wrong. You're yeah. not wrong. So, this whole thing, it's... I mean, it's not, it's not true. But it, there's no evidence of this, and it's not... It's not true. It's just, again, the whole... These projects are usually no, they're always made out of self indulgence to a certain extent. And with like this thing, I keep I was looking for stuff, and I keep seeing seeing people. You have a lot to look forward to. This is the beginning, the first of six episodes, 
and just you know hyping this up like it's just, just again sniffing the mystery you're sniffing the aura and it's it's getting to your brain it's making you you're not thinking right and <laughs> it's making you it's, see my hands <laughs> yeah it's it's like uh it's like that that you know that the, the picture of the one dude leaning on the wall you know why the fuck you lying that that's like <laughs> me perpetually at this famine <laughs> but I, I remember seeing this thing and i remember seeing i saw it on game facts like three times i saw it on reddit uh, and and then I started to realize something. Almost every instance of me seeing this, it was the same guy saying it on every <laughs> site. The same person. I'm not going to say his name or her name. I don't know. But I, I, it's you know if, you, if you're if you're if you're listening to this, you got to stop. I'm asking you. You, you, you please if just do it for me. I. I know I don't come. I know I don't come off as the nicest guy, but just you know, if you, if you if you stop, it'll be one less time I'll say I hate Zeno, and I haven't said that in like three months. <laughs> I'm I'm on a, I'm on a streak right now. I haven't said that in three months. So you know, if you want to want to keep me in a in a good place, you know, please stop because <laughs> it's not true. I'm I'm telling you matter of factly, it is not true. And this is the last one I have written down. Knows what I'll think of uh, as we go on, but I mean, we've been doing this for a while, so yeah. Uh, did Takahashi say that he wants to or is going to make Xenoblade X two and Xenoblade three? Um, I'm sure, I wasn't paying attention. Um, I'm in the news. It was like during my Twitter break. <laughs> wasn't uh, wasn't the release of. Was it the Xenoblade 2 soundtrack? or That's It was something right. ran- random that where he was like, yeah. It was the soundtrack. Okay, yeah, I remember that. So, obviously you're probably all expecting me to say, well, of course it's true, it's in the soundtrack. I just confirmed it. <laughs> but... But it's not true. He, Takahashi, did not say that. However, somebody did say that. But it wasn't Takahashi. I believe uh, no. It it now I'm forgetting who said. It. I'm like I'm ninety percent sure it was uh, Kokojima. He was oh, basically okay. the primary subdirector, which means it it's it doesn't Takahashi. mean as much as you think it was. Yeah, if it wasn't Takahashi, I can't take it that seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I don't. I'm not going to say what he's working on next. But you know, if it's not if it's not one of those things. You know, and and you were and you're someone screaming about it. You know, I'm gonna sit on my high horse on the uh, the size of the Empire State Building, looking down and saying, you know, why why did you believe that? Why did you buy into it so much? Like, you know, you you should know better. And then I'm here, your high horse. (laughs) Yeah, it's I. You know, it's just I. I, You know, I, I don't like saying that, but it's just yeah. You know, it's that's. After a while, you've had you you have enough, and you just have to accept that's you know that's how I uh, it's just how I am at this point, unfortunately. Uh, and that's that's it for my list. Uh, I'm sure there's other ones I could come up with, but I, you, I, I, I there's definitely some more I could have wrote down, but I don't even want to talk about them because one can of worms, or two can't talk about them, or three they make me so aggravated that I can only put so much things that cause <laughs> like awful feelings inside of me at once. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Well, thank you very much for providing that yeah. list. It was yeah. yeah, a lot more complex than my list was. It actually had a lot of the ones that we had that we wrote down on our little list. 
Yeah. I, I, I see one that we haven't watched yet. Mm-hmm. And that is Xenosaga is a continuation of Xenogears. Oh, that. Um, <laughs> I mean, we kind of touched on it a tiny bit. Not a whole it? lot. I mean, this goes, again, this goes back to the whole... It, it it doesn't really exist, so I it, like what can you even say about it except for theories? Right. But again, it's just I mean, Takahashi has said I think because people keep bringing it up in interviews mm-hmm. toward him more more so his producers and his producers are always going to give the answer of to keep the interest in. And then I remember at one point, in maybe two thousand one, he just said, uh, "Xenogears is not a sequel." I mean, I'm sorry. I know everyone thinks that Xenosaga is a part or a sequel to Xenogears or something like that. And he said, it's not, it's a new story. But that's obviously not enough for a lot of people. And I, I kind of, under, I understand that. I understand that. I acknowledge that some people. And, and then the one, the one rumor that you mentioned earlier about the Xion artwork being part of Xenogears that probably didn't help the, those rumors either. Of, of course, yeah. But again, I don't, again, I keep using the word can of worms. It, it, yeah. If I say one thing, I got to bring up another thing, and another thing, and another thing, and there's gonna be some people that are so passionate about believing that it is or isn't, and just some people just aren't. I mean, this is a thing outside of Xeno, but some people just aren't willing to accept the fact that they don't know shit, and <laughs> you know, I mean, there's stuff that I that even I am not sure about, and I'm perfectly willing to say, well, I don't, I don't know, you know, it's just there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with just sometimes saying, I don't know. And you can have your theories, but this is, you know, the Xeno fans seem to have a tendency to betray what they believe as absolute fact and pressing that. And that's where a lot of this comes from. That's where I get frustrated. I don't care about the, well, I can't say I don't care about theories. There's a lot of them are really bad. You you guys have put out some heinous stuff, but (laughs) I mean, it's better than saying, something and acting like it's true that that will always be my number one gripe that is my number one gripe with xeno i mean aside from one other thing that i'm not going to bring up but as far as the fandom goes that's my number one gripe it's one of the big reasons why you don't see me in any communities or forums or anything i don't i don't i you know it's just it's tough for me to have a conversation because even the smallest most innocent thing when they say it and it, it might be the most inconsequential it was inconsequential, like rumor or things say, and it's still gonna. It just bothers me personally. Like it just, you know, it's one of the. It, but between always being that way and getting to know people who worked on the games, it's it's only for me. It's only gotten worse, and yeah, it, it's 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 been a strange experience, especially these past like three years of just you know getting to know some of these people. It's it's really it, it's been so bizarre because I never I never saw that happening. And it, it just kind of happened, like you know. It's again, I probably every time I if the saga bring that up, just because it, it, I I feel like when I say that, it makes me sound like all high and mighty, and I really I don't want people to feel that way. Yeah, but like if if somebody like truly believes that that a, a rumor is true, to the point of where they their critical thinking skills are just like. Oh, this could not be true, but I refuse to even look at it because it being true in my heart is so much more important than the actual truth. But uh, I really do think that it's important for people to 
to, to be able to think critically about things that they love because that's that's just like a natural survival skill and if you don't really if you don't develop that you end up with a lot of uh other problems in your life yeah it's i think another thing is uh because Zeno isn't it's not a real series, it's you know I call it a meta series. Or I'll put Zeno in quotations for good reason. Right. I think I think people need to accept that these are all different series. You, you might it might be seen as like a spiritual series or a meta series or something, but at the end of the day, these are different properties, and these yes. are internally speaking, it's it's not seen like these are all seen as, as different, completely different properties internally within the company. Like it's not seen as anything other than that. So, and it's always been that way. It's been that way since they. You know, went to Xenosaga. They not, did not see it as like a singular thing. It was already seen. This is a totally new thing that was always the way it was for people working on it. And uh, it's again, I'm not saying that that devalues certain things that people think. Uh, it's just, you know, I, I think it's important to remember that sometimes. I think people they want they you don't have to shoehorn everything in together. It's not. It's okay to, to it's okay to like your thing. Like if you haven't played. You know, like Xenogears and Xenos, like Vona Play that's fine. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not the same series. It's, it's, I mean, I, I would recommend checking it out if you just want more from Takahashi. I think I would always recommend checking out something from the same director, even if it's really different. But it's not like, you know, it's, it's the same thing with vice versa. It, there's some people who aren't going to like the same thing. It's, it's, it's fine. I don't, I've, I've never cared about, you know, what people liked and didn't like. Uh, I do have one thing that's sort of like not, a rumor itself but like dealing with rumors and trying to stop rumors or just like some some game devs are brave enough to be out on places like social media and twitter uh and i always like i love soraya saga she has been um sort of uh i've looked up to her since i was 16 years ago uh 16 years old 20 21 years ago i guess now um and uh, I see a lot of people, a lot, uh, Soraya Saga tweets anything, and people are like, when's Xenosaga? Or when's Xenoblade? Meh. And, like, people don't seem to understand or have gotten any kind of PSA on what a non-disclosure agreement is. Uh, and uh, I feel like it's, it's not a thing that is in uh, our culture. I'm not sure if it's in Japanese culture, uh, but we need to start learning things like this if we're going to be uh, trying to interact with game devs on social media. Yeah, and it's definitely there's some of that is in the Japanese fandom, like the like that's let's say uh I don't, I don't know if I would go as far as to say that there's rumors, but let's just say uh, some people will bring oh I I would love a Xenogears remake or something. That's yeah. a th that's not a thing that's exclusive to like the English fandom. Like that's okay. that that's everywhere. Like it's not. It, it, I'm not. I I always probably sound like I'm like the Japanese fandom is so much better and it's it's perfect. It's it's not. There's some stuff. It's usually not to the same degree, but there's there's definitely stuff there as well. Yeah, it's always unfortunate whenever she like tweets something that's just. Yeah. has nothing to do with Zeno and people are like is this a hint for something what what is this what what, what's, what does this mean every once in a while she will just drag the, the stupid person who poked at her wrong and it's um you 
get what you deserved, person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've had to hold myself back from, from doing some... I'm not going to use the word tasteless, but I, I, you know, like me, uh, I should post like some soundtracks she's listening to, and I'll be like, oh, you, you, gosh, she posted the Black Panther soundtrack, confirm all this licensed music is going to be, it's going to be in Xenoblade X2, you're going to get more hip hop. People can't read Darkasm flat thing at all on, on the internet, I, I guess it's like... It's the, it's the lack of auditory inflection. Uh, people just can't can't process sarcasm to begin with because they're not trained socially in it. Um, and like I I have a lot of trouble with sarcasm when it's just online too. But usually uh, I've 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 gotten better with my critical thinking. So when I hear something absolutely ridiculous, I'm like, wait. <laughs> As you say a lot to me online, uh, pure. You can't just say that. Wait, what, what do you mean by that? Oh, um, there's been a couple times where I've made a dry joke, and you you can't just say that. Oh, oh, I I do it all the time, though. Yeah, it's a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I probably should have thrown in one more in the rumor hole. <laughs> should have thrown in one more. Uh, do you have it, it, it Oh, you want me to ask right now? Yeah, I'll throw a last right it, now. It's the only important it, question. It's the, the most blasphemous, blasphemous one on the wall. Is oh Michael McConaughey not the greatest voice actor of all time? Uh, yes, he is. He, he it's, is. It's true. This one's true, guys. The this is true. Yes. I don't think I could handle being in his physical presence. <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty amazing. He's great. We, we should just do a whole episode dedicated to him. I won't have anything to do with Zeno. It'll just be <laughs> everything else. I'll just show up to listen to it being recorded and just be like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so do we have anything else that we want to add to the myths and mysteries list? Or? I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm, if I'm brave enough. If you're All brave enough right. to see more <laughs> It's I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, well, again, other than like weird beam, meme ones, like how the only Xeno games pure likes are Xeno Gears and Xeno Saga Episode One. Is that one true? I don't I don't know if that one's true. Maybe that one is true. I don't know. It's a question know. you have to ask yourself. I don't know. I look at myself in the mirror. I don't know who I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe it'd be a good to just uh end it here um okay. all right well uh yeah thank you very much uh for everyone coming today and th thank you very much for that list pure i was i'm just kind of afraid that we wouldn't have enough to talk about but we definitely had enough to talk oh, about oh we always have enough to talk about when i'm around <laughs> when it's you know it's just an endless view i could i mean look i'm looking at uh you know our audacity i'm looking at a uh, disc space remaining for recording Eighty eighty four hours and twenty six minutes, Tyler. We have we have the whole week. We could do this. I, I guess we have to be here for that amount of time. Oh, but I only have fifty five hours left, so we'd have to cut it a little short. Oh, oh, ah, well, that's all right. I'm I'm here for the next two days, so that's fine. Um, yeah, it was a pleasure. Yes, this was yes. So hopefully this. Uh, 
uh, hopefully people learned a lot from this episode and will think twice about uh, sharing any of these misconceptions in the future. Um, Are we kidding? They're going to continue. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. This is... Yeah, I now mean, more people will just hate me. That's fine. No, <laughs> no. Oh, I, you know what? Somebody, somebody got really upset at me because I said something... Again, <laughs> this just makes the whole the only games pure likes or those two games. I had something to say <laughs> about Xenogears. I, I have something critical to say about literally everything that Takashi has ever, ever touched. And I said something about Xenogears and someone got very, very upset at me. Very upset. Oh, and I, I'm, I remember just thinking like, I, I, you just can't win. Apparently, I only like those two <laughs> games. And then I say one thing and it's like, pure, you're just a hater. Well, you know, <laughs> go back to your bet you only like the Xenoblade <laughs> games, and it's like, oh my god. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you, you just need to embrace being a heel. Oh, I used to do that. Oh, good <laughs> lord. Go, if, if I were, like, if I, like, like, nine years ago, I was not nearly, uh, you know, I didn't care nearly as much as getting down that level of rabbit hole. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I didn't know anyone from any of these companies. I only knew like one person from Namco like nine years ago, and I it would have been so bad. Like I can't even t- I can't even say the stuff that I used to say just to get on the people's skin out loud on this podcast because it wouldn't be advertiser friendly anymore. It would be <laughs> like, I, I I I still embrace the hero a little bit. Like I don't I don't really care about you know how upset some people get, but I do also understand that. You know, I also get frustrated with certain things, and I don't. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to create a bad environment. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've also mellowed out significantly. So not, not as mean spirited as I used to be. <laughs> Trying not to be mean. To be fair, I never, I never went up to anyone. It was usually they usually had it coming. So. <laughs> Tune in next time for a, a big list of uh, all the things that happened between production with Pure episode one and two. <laughs> Uh, the, the sheer amount of things that, that happened between them. Torna came out. I still haven't played it. Oh. And that, that's fun. how busy I've been. I've, I've, you'd, you'd think I'd be all over. It's basically New Xeno content. I have to I have to know everything because I'm that weirdo. And yeah. like I have to know everything about everything Takahashi has his name on. And yeah, I just I haven't have just haven't had a chance. I have more time now. But I'll probably play it soon. But of course I'm I really want to work on that one product I'm I kind of have already kind of planned out. I, 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 it's, again, it's very odd to be excited to work on something scene related, but I'm, I'm actually really excited for that. I'll definitely, uh, you know, when it's all, all done, I'll definitely, uh, I'll de- definitely be sharing it. Yeah, well, sure. We'll, I, plug, we'll plug it on here, too. I'd look forward to it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank okay. You. Oh, no, no problem. Thank you. Um, so yeah, um, so this has been Zeno Chat. Um, next episode, we're actually going to be recording it next weekend. It'll be the, uh, the Ziggy episode, so that'll be exciting. Sounds like we're going to have a a big uh, big panel on that one, aren't we? Yeah, promise not like ruin everything by talking too much. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, so that'll be exciting, and hopefully, we'll be able to kind of delve into Pied Piper as well. So that'll be interesting. Um, then after that, I don't think we have anything really planned out because I'm going to be leaving on a trip and oh, like the next week or so. So we'll probably be on a little bit of a hiatus, but I'll try to have these episodes out. Uh, 
hopefully before my trip, but if not, I'll at least have one or two of them out because we're kind of swimming in episodes at the moment. <laughs> um, but and have fun and be safe. Oh uh, yes, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to Japan, so uh, I'm gonna you know see if I can you know just stand creepily outside of Soft across <laughs> the street or something, just 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 so I can see the building and feel good. <laughs> Sit in the R of the building. Yes. Think it is. power. This is like the closest I'll be to Takahashi in my lifetime. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, let's. Uh, if there's anything you guys want to plug or anything, uh, just let us know. Uh, just uh, start with Justin. So I guess with me, um, I was in a Let's Play recently. My friend mm. does a has a channel called Retro Roulette. Where they play random games, random retro games, and if they like them, they'll continue to play them. Right now, they currently have a Donkey Kong 64 playthrough going on, and it's driving my friend up a wall. <laughs> I was in our we, I was in their Mischief Makers episode, and we Ooh. did a full playthrough of that. So, if you guys like listening to me talk here, then you get to see me play through all the Mischief Makers on their channel. I love that. So check game. that out. Yeah, it's a it's a fun one. Um, it's cute. It's cute. Cute little N64 gem. Yes. But yeah, otherwise, that's pretty much the big thing that's happened with me recently. Alright, uh, Kat? Oh, uh, I'm just continually uh, constructing and reconstructing my ability to draw. Um, I <laughs> I recently sort of like collapsed and then re-expanded my website. Uh, I am catamus.smugmug.com now, and I just dump sketches uh, periodically. Um, more than recently, so yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, Pierre, is there anything? Oh, sorry. Oh, that's it. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Okay, Pure, is there anything you want to share or social media or anything like that? Um, well, I am at Burning Aegis everywhere, but the only one that you'll care about is at Burning Aegis on Twitter. Um, I will, this project I'm working on won't be under that name, most likely, but you'll see, you'll see it on my feed on Twitter. Uh, I'm trying to think that I, I am going to, uh, I might stream it. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be streamed by me or I'll just be on it. I'll be uh, doing a 100% no-hit run of Mega Man X. Hmm, but nice. I have no idea where that'll be streamed or if it'll be on my one of my streams or what's going on with that. And I don't even know. It might be a different game at some point. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff in the air because, yeah, I'm not sure. But, yeah, that that you'll see that on my Twitter at some point, too. So, again, at Burning Ages on Twitter. That's what you want to follow if you want to follow me. Cool. All right. Uh, and yeah, I I'm at Cosmos Chaos on Twitter. I don't really have anything going on professionally, or I yeah, I don't really have much going on at the moment. Honestly, though, uh, if you like. Anybody interested in Reno you know, in general that follows your feed, they'll get quality reblogs. <laughs> Wait, what? For, for your feed, if anybody, mm. anybody who's just like wants like a quality, like, oh, what's up in Zeno? I'll just go to your Twitter page and <laughs> look through your reblogs. So it's like, oh yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, I post 
maybe a bit too much Zeno stuff. I, I post all that stuff sometimes, but yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you once again for everyone being here for today. I really appreciated it, and it was a really good talks. But uh, yeah, have a uh, good night, everybody. Take care.